0: Welcome to Babe, it's time to stop hustling. The podcast focused on the woman CEO that is tired of the hustle and business and ready for the balanced and profitable side of entrepreneurship. I am Charlize Harris, former overworked, broke ass stylist, owner of a million dollar salon brand, vegan product manufacturer, and the mastermind behind Babe Camp teenage mother turned CEO and the example of the scene. you gotta watch those folks who bounce back from everything baby because the glory is in the story Babe Camp is a community for you the woman CEO that dares to dream big laughs at naysayers and knows that money is just in your mindset let's win together sis Hello, hello, everybody. So, welcome to Babe. It's time to stop hustling the podcast. You know, I'm an impulsive-ass type of person, okay? So, I'm just going to go ahead and let you guys know this. I have been dying to do this for so long, and I always put things off because I'm an overthinker. I'm a Sagittarius sun with a Virgo moon, so that means that I'm impulsive as hell, but I also overthink it. So, Anyways, here we are. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And I'm so super excited to just be able to have this moment with you guys My goal is to be able to connect with you in a way that um, You may not necessarily be able to connect with me sometimes on social media or whatnot Um, Just to give myself a quick little introduction. I am Charlisa I am the former broke-ass Hair stylist that was always stressed out, that took pride in the fact that I hustled and that I went so hard and that I literally did not spend any time with my family and that my older kids grew up without me. Um, and I went through divorces and I went through staff turnovers and all type of foolishness in the name of being a hustler and not having any type of rhyme or reason or balance in my business. And I am here to hopefully, Help you have that shortcut um, To not go through the same issues that I went through in business If you have already been at that point My goal is to have it to where you realize that there is better And that you can definitely turn that around And I am here to show you that there is absolutely Life on the other side of the hustle Okay, so with all that being said And without further ado, boo-boo Let's get down to it. So I thought I would just go ahead and start off the first episode with story time. <laughs> Picture it, nineteen sixty-eight, Sicily. No, <laughs> okay, I'm showing my age a little bit because I, um, I'm a, I'm a really avid Golden Girls watcher. Like I love the hell out of Golden Girls. Um, and if you did not grow up watching Golden Girls, then boo. But anyway. That was a Sophia Petrillo line, okay? So anytime she told a story, she would go into a picture at Sicily. So I'm gonna tell you, picture at Portland, 2008, 2008, okay? So, no, 2009, yeah, 2009. Okay, anyway, I went to biddy school whenever I was 16 years old. I always knew that I wanted to be a hairstylist. Um, I watched my mom... Doing hair whenever I was like six or seven years old My dad had converted a bath, our bathroom into like a little mini salon Mainly because there was so many damn kids Like there was all these girls with hair that needed to be done And my mom swore that she was a hairstylist Mom, forgive me, but she did But that was her side hustle That was what she did So I always watched her in admiration For the fact that women would come And they would feel a certain type of way And they would leave feeling completely differently And I knew I felt like that was power like that's like, oh, you are really changing people's lives, especially like I'll never forget. It was my sister's French teacher and she was strong in the face. Lord, forgive me for saying this, but she was kind of strong in the face. But listen, let Renee throw that uh, pack hair in her head with that, um, that was back whenever the hair glue used to come look like a nail bottle and it smelled like fish. It stank, 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 stank. I remember that. Um, but she would hook that woman up. Let me tell you. Okay. You could not tell this woman nothing. Okay. And suddenly that face wasn't so strong. So I knew that I wanted to have that type of power. Um, you know, not necessarily like to take you from ugly to cute, but, you know, just basically to have it to where you, you feel better about yourself after our encounter. And I think that's just, that's a ministry, right? That's, you know, that's dope. So I knew that's what I wanted to do. So I went to beauty school when I was 16 and they, you know, I was a hella like, Just I was raggedy (laughs) y'all I was a bad-ass hard-headed can't tell me nothing running the streets Um, I had just I think had the epiphany that I was low-key cute a little bit So I was doing the most okay, so I went to beauty school and it was like the most stressful little moment of my life because, you know, you're going through high school to where, you know, the hair, the hair game is an ego game, right? So you got these people there that everybody think they just the shit, can't nobody do hair low key, but they, you know, everybody thinks that they're really doing it. And, um, it's just a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. So, um, I ended up getting me a little boyfriend, and he ended up being the, the father of my um, my oldest child, and I ended up quitting beauty school the first time around and had my child at 17. Excuse me, and um, I need to drink me some sweet tea. Anyway, um, ended up you know having a child at 17 years old, ended up going back to high school and graduating. And, um, my family was, you know, kind of like you, that's cute. You'd be liking to do hair and stuff, but you need to get your ass a job. So I ended up working for Providence for a long time, or should I stay a hospital? I ended up working up for a hospital. Um, I could say their name now cause shoot, they fired me. But, um, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me because, you know, all those years later, I ended up going back to Bitty school. I ended up moving out of state, went back to Bitty school And, um, you know, one thing about me is that I was still in that mindset. By this point, I had two kids. I was a single mom of two. And one thing about me that I would always take pride in is that, like, you know, I know how to hustle, you know? I mean, I literally went from, you know, I mean, shoot, I was, y'all, I done been through some things, but, you know, everything was a hustle, you know what I mean? Like, it's time to, to put food in the refrigerator. So I'm a, I'm a pull a lick and I'm a figure out how to hustle and make sure that the fridge is full. And, you know, I, um, went through BD school and, you know, I'm saying I might get me a little quarter of some Reggie and, you know, sell it to the students at, at BD school. Cause you know, she, she gonna hustle, she gonna get it y'all. So that was me. And, um, you know, I think that was the mindset that I was in just like out of, survival, I always felt like, you know, one thing about it is I'm I'm going to hustle. So then let's fast forward to being inside of a salon to where, you know, I would, um, I went from barely working to working too damn much. And then I ended up opening my salon after being locked out of, yeah, I was locked out of two salons in a row. I just thought of it. Damn, I got locked out of two salons in a row. So let me let me back up because i'm getting ahead of myself So I um after I finished beauty school down here for the first time, you know I like finished this time. It's 10 years later. I'm you know, i'm grown. Yeah, okay I'm a grown woman and um, I was with my now ex-husband lord lord help him um, but i'm now ex-husband and I, you know, I'm like, honey, baby, I work because I want to, but I, you know, would be up there and I, you know, one thing about me is that I did take pride in the fact that I already had a website. You know, it's things that make sense now, but I definitely, I already had systems in place. I just didn't know that they were systems. I just thought I was being professional because, boo, <laughs> I used to run offices around here. I didn't tell them I got fired, but I used to run offices, so you know, I am. Um, I know how to do this little business thing, so that's that's definitely what I'm gonna do. You know. And that was how I started off. You know, I made sure that I, um, I would always say, listen, you're not even safe in the grocery store. If you're in the grocery store, you are going to, I'm I'm about to speak up on something. Okay. You are going to get a card. You are going to know about me. I am a person in a whole other state where no one knows me. So listen, I'm going hard and I am going to hustle up on some clients. And that was how I did. And I also had a website to, it didn't even do nothing. It, You know, y'all, my website didn't even have no booking on it. It just had like a picture. <laughs> it had a picture, but look, I was official. So, you know, kudos and and rest in love, Warshel. She was my first model anyway. Um, so we're hustling, right? So I, I ended up having an opportunity. I met another hustler. I didn't realize that she was low-key a scam artist a little bit. But anyway, she came in one day as if she needed to get her hair done. She just needed her weave curl. This is back whenever Bobby Boss was like the shit. If you had that black and blue, blue box, chill. listen, you can't tell nobody nothing you could not tell nobody nothing. So I really thought that I was just like really doing some things because, um, you know, I'm, I'm styling this person who wears Bobby boss hair. So I must be the shit. Right. So we get to talking and basically she convinced me, um, to manage her salon that she was opening in the state that I was in. She was from another state. She was from my hometown and, um, or that's where her salon was anyway. And she, I ended up, Seeing it as an opportunity. And that's the one thing that I want to stop real quick, you know, in story time. You guys be open for opportunities because even if it ends up in a situ- in a way that is not necessarily ideal or it makes you, you know, want to like low-key fight them in the middle of the street, eating sunflower seeds barefoot, you know, that type of hood shit, you still have to realize the blessing in that lesson. Okay. And I definitely did because it was, it was an amazing opportunity because it was my first opportunity to manage people, to um, also get out of that, you know, that little bit of naivete that I had of um, not being so quick to Get caught up in the glitz and glam and the 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 frills of it all. She was a very fascinating woman, right? And she looked a certain type of way. But you know, at the end of the day, you have to make sure that a person's actions matches their their aesthetic. That they, um, you know, if it always seemed like they're trying to pull a move. And I don't mean as far as them being like, you know, a person who's ready to pivot or a person who has the ability to um, make something out of nothing. But if they always seem like there is an agenda, that there's something that is hidden behind the curtain, chances are it probably is, you know. But I think the only, you know, I mean, experience is the best teacher, right? So. I had that opportunity to leave the salon that I was working in. And, you know, me coming from a world of corporate, I gave them a two week notice and it was written. I had typed it out on my good paper, y'all. And I um, I handed it to her, sat in the office, stood there, you know, her little office in the back. And um, she read it and, you know, she was like, OK, you know, I appreciate it. We hugged it out, cried. I thought I thought we was cool. Right. Y'all came to work the next day and she had changed the logs. <laughs> She changed the locks on me, okay? And owed me money. So um that was it. That was that for that. So um I did get my money too. And so then here I am managing this scam artist salon. I um had made some negotiations because I was pregnant at the time with my son and um my now, you know, my baby. He's 12, amazing. I love my kids. I love my kids. He might low keep you my favorite, but you know. Anyway, so I was pregnant with him and I made sure that I negotiated that um the only condition for me leaving where I was, where I was honestly comfortable, would be that I wouldn't owe you booth rent for the eight weeks that I am that I'm off. Um and the scam artist said, Yes. That's cool, that's cool, that's fine. You know, because I was only like four months pregnant at the time. So yeah. Girl, okay, yes. Congratulations. Oh, look at the little little peanut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and anyway, y'all. So here it comes time for me to be on maternity leave. And she is when I say harassing me, y'all, I'm talking about every single day she's sending me a message like, sister, we gotta get them chairs filled. Um, and that's the thing too, like in business, you guys, do your research. Do your research because what ended up being ultimately the demise in our relationship is that I wasn't game goofy. I might've been a little optimistic and a little hopeful in people's intentions sometimes, but I was never the type to be game goofy. And she reads well. I read well. And I understand English well, (laughs) okay? And I can read the hell out some contracts, baby. So she basically was you know trying to enforce things that baby that's not what this says on page four and that was what ended up going left between us so what she did she thought she was pulling a move and after i um came back from maternity leave i ended up coming back a little early because she was applying pressure and i came back a little early i still i'm old school baby we don't come back and be around no people until after six weeks after we don't have these babies okay I mean, I don't know about you, you young mothers, but um, we don't leave the house and do too much and don't be having a baby all out in the open until after six weeks. So I I didn't come back until after my six-week mark. And um, it was a Sunday and the phone was jugging. The phone never rings at this empty-ass salon, okay? (laughs) Um, And, you know, because all my clients were calling me. So the phone don't ever ring and it was jugging, like she had like some of the best bass rock heavy okay I don't know what was going on but the phone was ringing that day and um turns out that she was waiting for me to leave so that she can change the locks on me so that was you know she sent me an email after I left It was about three o'clock in the morning. I didn't leave that time, but, you know, she waited a few hours, you know, so she obviously must have waited until I left, came in there, did her little shink dink, and then um, sent me an email when she thought the coast was clear, three o'clock in the morning. I remember I told you I just had a baby, so I'm up three o'clock in the morning nursing. And I get a ding and I see this email and she's like, you know, I don't like the way you've been talking to me the whole way time that you've been gone. And, you know, so I just decided that I no longer want to do business with you and you can come and get your things between one and five p.m. <laughs> Y'all. Be OK when people think that they trying to do you dirty. Okay. Be okay with that. What is there to fight? A person has already made their decision in how they are, how they have decided to treat you. Your choice is not in changing their damn mind in how they're trying to treat you. Your choice is in how you tolerate it. So I politely sent her an email and thanked her for her funky ass time. Okay. And got to researching on commercial spaces and by that morning I had a meeting in what ended up being the lease signing of my very first salon space that was back in March 17th 2010 and since then I have built a million dollar brand okay so my lesson in this story time y'all is yes Sometimes you do have to hustle, but I don't mean hustle along the lines of that you're operating without integrity, that you are operating at a point to where you're not honoring yourself and that you um, forget about having balance, but also be okay with the things that ain't okay. Be okay with the fact that people think that they done seen you down. People done sat there and threw a rock at, you know, your, your spokes they don't put a little stick in your wheel. They have done all things that they feel like they can do to you. And it's your choice on whether or not, are you going to trip and fall and go ahead and swing and and use that little bit of spit and wipe that, that little scrape on your knee off and keep it pushing? Or are you going to lay on the ground and cry? Y'all, I used to be a tomboy and I used to, I'm using this analogy because I used to tear my ass up. <laughs> I, I done fell out of trees. I done tried to hop fences and got stuck on the dang spokes and hung upside down, y'all, and just ripped up my whole thigh and um, done, tore myself up. So when I say that um, I use these type of analogies, I really mean it. I know what it means to trip and fall, scrape up everything, be toe up. I'm talking about all type of bark dust in your hair and in your chin and still get up and keep it pushing and say, I'm going to wash my step next time because that's what life is about. And that's also what business is about. If you think that you're going to take, listen to a million podcasts, you're going to read a few books, you're going to do all the things and you are going to avoid tripping and falling and getting bark dust in your hair, you got another thing coming. But the key is in knowing how to learn from that the next time and, you know, to watch your step the next time. Okay. And then also having it to where, you know, the glory is in the story. The glory is in the story. So don't kick yourself if those situations happen. Are you going to wallow in your self-pity? Or are you going to say, you know what? Because of that experience, I'm an even better business owner today than I was yesterday. That's the best thing that we can do, y'all. So story time is over. I hope you guys have definitely enjoyed this time. Um, And I'm just so thankful to have this space and to have this sense of community with you. Um, I have a plan to do this quite often. So um stay tuned y'all you know and listen the glory's in the story so it's time to stop hustling babe have a good night Well, babe, I hope you have received some value of today's episode. It was so fun. I do hope that you will stay in touch with me. If you are not already following me, make sure that you follow me on Instagram at Charlisa Taught Me. I hope that you can spell it is C H A R L I S A Taught Me, and also inbox me. My inbox is always open for any type of questions, to give me some feedback, uh, to let me know how much this resonated with you, and also how we can discuss getting you to the next level in your business the cohort is open right now for babe camp so if you are interested in leveling up for your business this is for the elevated business owner then definitely reach out to me and let's get you started with winning sis